How's it going? This is Ty, and this is episode 111 of the Fiction and Copy Decoded podcast, and I'd like to welcome you, which of course I do. All right, so if you read the blog interlude to the post that led to this episode, and I'll tell you what it's about now in case you hadn't, that's okay if you hadn't. I said I would kind of have to lecture myself today about something, and that regardless, I hoped you would enjoy it. Because I realized there were a lot of things that changed in my own life based on when the post was written that this episode is connected to, and this episode, years in fact. Okay, so originally, the post this episode is connected to is called How Do You Fit It All In? I originally published it on April 28th of 2014. I talked about, well, basically, how do you make writing a part of your life? How do you make creativity a part of your rest of your life? How do you balance it with other responsibilities as the world gets busier and busier around you? And I had mentioned, I'm going to have to talk about this some more, probably in another episode or something else, but it's like, it depends on your goals, really. A lot of people, if they have a day job or their creativity is not their main thing, some of those people write for fun. That's totally okay just to express themselves, to just get it all out on paper or for fun or because they enjoy it. Even if writing is their main thing, usually people who write for those reasons still write for those reasons. It's great if you're writing only for yourself or to have bedtime stories to tell your kids. I mean, well, that's kind of how A.A. Milne started as far as that goes, and now we have Winnie the Pooh. And if the stories are reliable and I think they would be reliable anyway but if you wanted to actually pay your bills it's kind of a different story because you have to write and I legitimately remember I even as I say that I'm remembering all the times I was tired drained and didn't want to I mean there are plenty of times for that there's even the time of day for that for some people and it's like okay after I've done and you have to kind of learn yourself as well because like okay how many hours can you read or write in a row without becoming tired? Or if you take frequent breaks, how many hours can you actually put out for effort, you know, until you can't do it anymore? There are some people who write like 12 hours a day because they like it. And that's writing for pay. I know of only one particular individual who does that. All the other, a lot of the others I had read about can do it basically between four and five hours a day. Not all of them, but maybe a lot of them before they've just had it. But that also means that you have to train like an athlete if writing to pay your bills is what you'd like to do. Okay, so you've got to teach yourself like how to write or to get someone else to teach you. Like how to structure your writing. And that depends on the writing, really. It's like, okay, to a certain extent, there are different types of writing. Okay, if I want to write sales copy... There are some elements of that that are the same as fiction, but this is, that's of course what the premise of this blog and podcast are about, but there are other things that aren't, like usually with fiction, depending on what you're doing, you don't have to cite studies or properly structure scientific claims, but depending on what kind of copy you're writing, you do, and you better make sure you do and do it properly. And even that's just the mechanics part of it. There's even also how to market what you're writing or if you're a copywriter, how to market your services, market yourself or some other service. 
even if writing is just a part of what you do and you do something else, like if you like clean carpets or walk dogs or something else, walking dogs is part of that, but marketing is also part of that as well. And to me, that's much more involved writing for fun, which is also than writing for fun, which is why some people launch writing businesses while they're working a day job too. But that's, that's too far for this, so I'm not going to go into that. And I think personally that writing to pay some or all your bills actually makes it easier to make excuses because organizing stuff is so much more involved. But that doesn't make the excuses any more valid. And this is why I have to kind of poke myself in the eye about this because it's like, okay, yes, I do make excuses. Are they valid? No. If I say I'm tired, am I really tired? Usually. Could I push? Yes. But then there's the argument for, okay, will it be my best work if I'm doing it at the end of a nine-hour day and I'm tired? And I'd much rather just take a nap or, you know, watch YouTube. There's the argument for that as well, which is why I'm a proponent of starting early rather than leaving late as such. Because I'd much rather start my day if I need to get something done at, say, I don't know, 6.30 or 7 o'clock in the morning than to do things where it's 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night and I'm still doing stuff. I mean, if that's the, depending on my workload, if I started at 8 o'clock and what have you, I'd probably be up all night and I don't want to be up all night. So that's more of a thing. I guess that's more of a thing for me. I kind of sort of know myself enough, I would say, to say, that I don't want to do that and I would just be worthless the next day and I don't want to do that either. I don't want other people who are looking to me for help or what have you to have to go through me having to be like that because that's no good. And I mean, it also makes it, it makes it easier and it makes it harder too because things like deadlines or product launch days can really put the squeeze on you personally as well as excuses and things have to be done by a certain day. If circumstances get beyond your control, you can tell the someone you're writing for or helping out, hey, I simply can't do this, or some kind of technological thing comes up, who knows. Of course, that's only if you think you need, you'll miss the deadline, and that's also why, personally, I think deadlines contain the word dead. I don't also don't think writing should be purely about deadlines and pressure because then it's I think that's it's just perceived as too much I think it's like okay if it's nothing but deadlines pressure and work 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 there's really no fun in it so it's like that's the opposing concept the opposing force okay so to be paid to do what you love even if it isn't your day job is still about loving it and being paid which is why I also wrote the post called Love or Money. It's like, well, depending on what's what, it can be both. But then it's like we got this extreme where, okay, at one end is all deadlines and pressure and people are working themselves to the bone and burning out because they're staying up, blinding themselves with lights and revving with coffee and chocolate till three, four, five in the morning to get things done five, six days a week and they – that doesn't end well. And on the other side, we have 
the others who it's like strictness and a whole bunch of pressure on one side as well as it's kind of loose on the other side where things might not get done or might not get done on time, which is kind of terrible. So you want to be like in the middle somewhere. It's also why remembering why you write is so powerful. Writing should be about more than money, of course, because if it's only about money, it's it's kind of hard. It has to be about both love and money. If you're whether you're being paid to write a five thousand word short story for like a hundred bucks or eighty bucks or something, or like two thousand dollars for a video script or what have you, people are still people. Uh, that includes uh, your clients, people who are going to read your work, people who buy your fiction ebooks from Amazon, and so on. If you write for fun, you might be able to afford to let life stomp in as far as that goes because it's just one of the many things you're doing. But if you have the problem with that is also due dates and deadlines. If you got a piece that's due this week, you just completed your research yesterday. If you need to lock life out, you might be able or might have to do that if, if you can. Because that's the that's a tough thing about it because I think people are used to routine. I know I am and having things a certain way. It's like, okay, lunch is at this time. Dinner is at this time. Dishes are done at this time. Exercises at this time. Do the laundry on this day and this day. Something like that. And then when that routine is interrupted... If other people or friends or pets or anybody is depending on those things and you're the one doing those tasks, you can feel guilty sometimes too, which so that's going too far afield for this as well. But I think others may feel somewhat guilty. I mean, I know I felt guilty if I'd letting things slip, you know, sometimes like, oh, I didn't get to the like dishes today. The laundry's piling up if I had something to do. That was that I perceived as more pressing. It's like, okay, can the laundry wait a day or so? Probably, unless you're in a region where it rains all the time. Yeah. Uh, but then that's the point of the episode, though, about fitting the writing in. I personally think the answer is a little at a time when you have time. But I can't tell you when, that's the thing, or how to determine if you need it or want to make the time for writing and what to eliminate to make that time. It's like, okay, can you do things? It's, it's weird, too, because of the fact that, okay, you might have to cut some things out, but then it's like you also have to make sure if you write creatively or have to write, think creatively to do your work that you have other inspiration, other influences that are making it into your life as well to give you fuel to write with, work with. So it's like, if I were to say, okay, you can write two to three hours a day if you don't watch YouTube at all. What if you were used to watching YouTube to work on training and mechanics and other things like that? Legitimately, that's going to put a damper on you. So it just depends on what things you do in your leisure time and why you're doing them. And if it's like leisure time or for other things. And I mean... I don't want to be a hypocrite or a fool and say that I never do things for leisure time. That would be a total, first, a total lie. It's like, don't, as much as I talk about gaming on this, on this podcast and in my blog, I know you guys know I'm a gamer. So I do try to make sure that all my other 
quote-unquote work stuff is done or as much of that's done as I can possibly muster before I do that. And then when I'm relaxed and my subconscious is working through stuff as I'm gaming and try to get things done, I have some notebooks to write down things that happen or other ideas that might happen, you know, that just seem to come up if I'm not like actively thinking about it. My brain is not squeezing around something trying to get something out of it, get ideas to get hooks and angles and things of that nature. So, and I'm not saying everyone should live on a mountaintop for 16 months out of the year. Ha ha. Be a hermit and send family and friends postcards every three, four, five months. We all have 24 hours a day and they slip away sometimes before we're aware of it. What we do with them is truly our choice and it's a hard lesson. I'm still learning it. Uh, it's a big pill to swallow. Whether that pill's color is red, blue, white, turquoise, yellow, purple, green, brown, red, fuchsia. It doesn't matter what color the pill is. It's hard to swallow. It's hard to wrap your head around where it's like, okay, well, it's like you can do whatever you want with that time, but it's like you're responsible for those consequences, which is, of course, another Another thing I could probably talk about, because I mean, we all know about consequences. It's just some are harder to some are harder to bear than others because they're far-reaching. But those kind of things usually don't. Some of them do, and some of them have circumstances and things that are out of our control. But some of them are hard to deal with, especially the catastrophic ones. But that's not that's not always one person's doing. That's also why folks hire ghostwriters and copywriters because they have projects they believe in and they can't or don't know how to complete them on their own. So they have the mission in mind and they hire somebody else to do it for them. Um, but for some folks, that's not a solution. And if they want to learn to write because it's something they can do themselves and they want to learn how to do it well, great. And writing well also means you entertain with your fiction and persuade with your email and other copywriting. You know, depends on what your audience wants, is interested in, or currently reads. Uh, oh, huh. yeah, and apparently this actual post was when I had introduced the idea of Triple F, Fabulous Fiction Fridays, because apparently up to this point I hadn't been doing it. So, which was pretty cool. Uh, May 2nd, then, I guess. May 2nd of 2014. It's still been about six years. But I knew that I hadn't always done it, so I had spent probably, let's see, about six, six and a half months or so, not quite, not doing Triple F, and then the rest of the time, of course, I'd been doing it. I mean, so, it's interesting because... I have excuses and other people have excuses. Okay, they may be legitimate, but I mean, as far as fitting everything in, excuses do, legitimate or not, tend to get in the way. And it's like, okay, what can we do to mitigate that, still have fun, and to get writing and other creative work done? And I guess that's best. You can look at strategies for yourself online or like take what I've talked about, but in the end, you'll have to figure out what works for you and then to go forth and write. 
That'll be the end of this episode. I appreciate you guys hanging out. To learn more about the blog this podcast is connected to, you can visit it at fictionandcopydecoded.wordpress.com. You can learn about me there. You can also learn about me at my copywriting samples website, which is tymallcopywriting.yolasite.com. Yolasite is one word. It's Y-O-L-A-S-I-T-E.com. Oh, you can support this podcast by liking, sharing, commenting, and subscribing to get the word out. You can also become a monthly contributor if you'd like. For 99 cents a month, you'll get my thanks at the end of each and every episode. Well, not individually, but collectively. Uh, for $4.99 a month, I'll give you part of the show notes for that week, for that episode, and the month that you're featured. Terms apply, of course. And for $9.99 a month, I'll do a 30-second to one-minute ad for you to promote your business during the show. Again, terms apply. All right. I appreciate it once again that you took time to listen to me today, this week, this time. And we'll catch you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day.